day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The black is dying. Yes, you Son of a bitch. something this episode blade job can finally drink alcohol what this is episode 21 oh but you're not drinking i'm not no my intestines are acting up so i'm not drinking yeah. i'm not gonna add any more because had, what did you eat for dinner i had a strawberry topped sugar sugar, sugar. strawberry topped powdered sugar, sugar syrup topped uh french toast you just like ate sugar for dinner Yes. No wonder you And yeah. two cups of coffee. So it's really no... I, I'm not saying that I'm surprised or that I don't deserve yeah. my intestines to be like this, but I just feel like putting beer in my body now was the worst thing I could possibly do. So. Well, you know what? I'm here for both of us. I got two on deck. Yeah, but they're Miller Lights, so. though. That's, that's, like that's good beer. I know that it's not cool to be like a beer snob, but I have to be the beer snob. Miller so. Light's not a bad beer. And it, most well, people just... Yeah. I mean... It's like if you're probably, a college freshman, sure. I would it's say great. it's probably the second highest selling beer in the country. Yeah, because it's cheap and shitty. You can drink it. It's like water. I, I, I know calling mm-hmm. like water is like the most mm-hmm. you know, beer snob cliche I could possibly say, but you know, it's. All right. Well, either way, either 21 way. episodes. In, can, this is going to be a fucking good one. I'm so excited that we're covering this movie, this match. Yeah, we got some good <sighs> stuff. So, all right. So, buckle we, up. We'll start things off. We're going to be talking about brain damage this week. Yeah, I guess we we do this every other week, don't we? So this, I guess yeah, it is this week this still, week but still. it's this yeah. other every other week. But yeah. yeah, brain damage from 1988. I'm pretty excited to talk about that one. So we're yeah. going to dive right into that one in a second here. Personal favorite of mine. I, I love it. I've loved well, this movie. Spoilers, my God. Well, I mean, it's for both of us. So uh, then, uh, what are we, what are we going to be talking about wrestling? So wise? you know, sticking with the brain damage theme, we're covering a match by brain damage so we're going to czw first time we've covered a czw match i know i can't wait to ask what that is what do you think it stands for czw i don't know combat combat zone zone wrestling wrestling okay so typically you know the blade job expect that the name of the show is blade job typically we're covering blade jobs Mm -hmm. there will not be a blade job in this match this will be just all what they call hard way which means they're busted open via them actually cutting themselves like with weapons. Like you okay. get hit in the head so many times, you actually just start gushing blood. That's that's a hard way. Which does is does fit nicely in our topic yeah. today of fucking bleeding heads. Yeah. So so yeah, we got we got brain damage the movie, and then we got brain damage the match. And the match is actually you know we'll get into it, but it's against uh, current WWE superstar. Uh, Dean Ambrose going by John Moxley, so you know all you current fans out there. Well, you get click the link in the in the show notes here, and you can see a little Dean before he was Dean. This is like probably his most famous match. A lot of weapons. Um, we'll get into it. It's it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun one. Lots to look forward to. Listen, thank you for listening. This is Blade Job. I'm Steve Carley, the host, with my man Eric Marshick. That's me. my man. My man. So let's just fucking let's just dive right in, man. Yeah, just, this this is a good movie. So okay, yeah. So today we watched a movie that is, I think, both of our personal favorites. Well, I mean, which I know is kind of a kind it's of a, your personal favorite of the movies we've covered. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say it's probably mine too. I mean, because it's just a movie I loved going in. 
I, yeah, you have obviously seen this before. I have never heard of it up until recently. Um, I think that's kind of a theme going forward. I guess the whole time. Yeah. 21 I mean, episodes. There's a few movies I've never heard of. I've never heard of uh, Night to Dismember before we watched it. <laughs> I still... Well, don't need to get into I've that again. I've never heard of Corpse Mania either. Really? Yeah, I thought that was the one you've ever heard of. No. There's a few. There's been a few that I, I didn't hate Corpse. pulled out of my ass. Corpse Mania was pretty good. Corpse Mania was pretty good. I actually, I almost was... rewatched it a couple night, like a couple weekends ago. So I just wanted to see that girl splatter when she fell off the balcony. Oh, that was a good. That was nice. That, yeah, that, that was, was a healthy fun. splat. That was so, all right. So, brain damage from 1988, a year before Spike Lee made Do the Right Thing, one of the best movies ever made. Did you know Never that? seen it. Never seen it. Ooh, I'll give it. I think I have the DVD. I'll give it to you. That's right. Remind me to give you "Drag Me to Hell." Yes. Before you leave. Yeah, I do need to it's see just, that. It's just. It's not a Blu-ray. It's just a shitty DVD. Ugh. So I know you're. I'll, I'll see. I don't watch know if your four K TV will be able to fucking <laughs> comprehend what's being put into it. But. Do I even have a DVD player? Is the PS4 a DVD? I know it's yes, a Blu-ray player, but yeah, does it play PSP yeah, or DVDs? I'm assuming it does. Yeah. Well, I'll see how much it costs to run on on fucking iTunes. If it's a way better no, quality, just, I'll do that. I can just give it. You can just take it. It's rough. that weird French copy. Rough, rough. You can, but actually watch it this time. Yeah, like I've loaned you movies before, and I'll be like, you still have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Well, I'll see how much it costs to rent on iTunes first. All right. So, Brain Damage 1988, written and directed by Frank Henenlotter. And get used to that name because we... Yeah. He's a big name. We're going to be doing a bit of a series here. So, I guess the next... How many? I mean, I don't know how many... Well, let's... Well, let's... let's Let's be careful, because we don't want to jump into all of his movies, because there's, like, right. fucking six. Exactly. That he, like, six huge ones. We the, the point is, we want to do a bit of a series here on yeah. Frank Hanenlauter. Hanenlauter. I think we'll... Let's at least do maybe a basket case. Well, yeah. Cause trilogy. He, so, a couple of movies... I'm going to say now off a few that we are thinking about. So, Frank Hanenlauter wrote and directed Basket Case in 82. Brain Damage in 88, which we're talking about today. Basket Case 2 and 90, the year of my birth. Also, Frank and Hooker, the same year. Basket Case 3 in 91. And then nothing until Bad Biology in 08, yeah, which is interesting. And then I think he's done kind of movie documentaries. He did yeah, one he called kinda... That's Sexploitation, which is, yeah. Yeah, I think he's oh. been he's been doing kind of like movie documentaries. That'd be interesting to watch. His... Two hours and sixteen or, minutes for that sex. Wrote and directed. All right. Any uh, any is an actor. We need to watch that. We need to look up that sexploitation. So I imagine that you and I will probably end up watching Basket Case one, two, and three, maybe three. Yeah. And then Frankenhooker. Yeah. Basically, his early stuff. On IMDb, he does have Son of Psycho and Lurid Women, and those are release dates are unknown. Just question marks. It's interesting. Maybe they weren't really movies. I mean, these are probably like old, like you know, these are like maybe even film school shit. Son right. of Psycho. That's interesting. So, yeah. So basically, that that's the plan. We're gonna be you know we're gonna be focusing a bit on Hen and Lauder. Um, I think that's a good idea simply because we really liked this movie today. Yeah, brain damage. I mean, he's like a, you know, I mean, it's probably tiresome to compare him to like Sam Raimi and stuff like that. But you know, he's kind of like a complete DIY, do-it-yourself type director with a lot of practical effects. Um, yeah, and uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. But the guy who also did like Phantasm 
It's, there's a post right next to you. Does it have his name on his it? His name no, is it not on it. But um, I can look it up real quick. But yeah, so while Phantasm's you're doing that, another one where just like the director sticks with the whole, um, you know, the whole series throughout. Like I, I just love when directors follow through and they start something and they end up like directing a whole fucking series over. I mean, this is only over a decade. Don Casarelli. That's who I was thinking mm, of. A fan. I've heard but of him. Funny he, enough, yeah, uh, you know. I, I just think it's nice when people have those passion projects that just like get that cult following and and whatnot. But brain damage, you know, I think it's a great introduction to. How do you say it's Frank Let Henenlotter? I, I assume. I mean, that's what yeah, it sounds I mean, like. I, I, this, this, was, this was my. I actually saw this before I saw Basket Case. So this was my introduction to him and you too. It sounds like. Too. Well, yes, of course. So I mean, it's it was it's a great it's a great way to start because it's. A fucking fun movie. It's like my favorite genre. I think I talked about this on the um, Halloween episodes. My favorite genre is horror comedy. And I would say this is a horror comedy. You like Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah, so like that's kind of the that's thing. Cool. Like I feel like horror comedy now, like... Shaun of the Dead's kind of the exception, but not really. It's like, more mainstream. But, but horror comedy now, I feel like it's all kind of has this like self-awareness like it's a horror well, movie that knows it's like everything's trying to be so like tongue-in-cheek about being a horror movie almost like to the point of where it's parody what's well, ironic you say that because like funny enough horror movie like what you're describing is like a typical like a horror uh edgar wright movie who did uh Shaun of the dead right like you know it's more self-aware it's just funny yeah. that. so that's what i'm saying like i feel like like this movie isn't really a horror movie that's it, it's a it's hard to explain. Like it, this is just like a funny horror movie, but it doesn't have like a lot of horror movie horror comedies now. I feel like rely on like the trope of pointing out that like is. The they, they are deconstruct aware. the genre. Yeah, like by it's itself. really weird how like like even like especially like Cabin in the Woods and even Tucker yeah. and Dale vs Evil. Like all these. Kind well, of they all ones. have something to say about the genre itself. Right. You know, that is very. It, it's almost too self aware these days. Right. That's why I'm saying. I think the '80s ones. They're just good horror movies with funny parts that, that's sure. what i really like because it's just it's very simple i think you could you could probably make the case that sam raimi's you know evil dead are yeah. more what classic that i mean granted they're I mean, around evil the same dead time is probably earlier. the best horror comedy ever maybe i don't remember much about it I mean, i've seen them all now i didn't not until like 2015 when i was in atlanta but um they're pretty good but yeah i mean those are those are classic and like that's the thing like they're not trying to be they're they not, aren't. They aren't trying to examine, you right. know, the genre and you know, right. parody it. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're their own thing. They're just being funny and spooky at the same time. And that's what I love, and that's what this movie is. Um. So I'm looking at the IMDb. It's funny how like different IMDb uh, plot summaries are when it comes to like the budget oh, yeah. and how big. Because you can tell that it's just some dude who like. I mean, that some dude writes them all. Sure, you know, some dude. Right. You know, um, or do that. Um, but it's just funny how some of them are just one morning a young man wakes up that to f- wakes up. Hold on a second. One morning a young man wakes to find that a small, disgusting creature has attached itself to the base of his brain stem. Well, it wasn't morning. He was napping. Yeah, we, we have made a long exactly. discussion about naps in general. We did. We're both anti-nap here. The creature gives him a euphoric state of happiness, but demands human victims in return, which is not. It's accurate but not super accurate no i mean it's i mean that's pretty much it i mean he there's i mean you want me to take a stab at hold on uh, well there's another another one one. so daniel joss leary sorry you suck at this now here's mark logan right 
A normal average guy, this is already terrible, a normal average guy who lives in New York City becomes dependent on an evil disembodied brain, wrong-ish. The brain feeds the guy a, near, a narcotic substance in exchange for his unwilling assistance to obtaining the brains of innocent victims for sustenance, that's right. This turns into a tour of circa 1980s underground New York City clubs, backlots, and other seedy locations. Mm-hmm. One scene features the band Swimming Pool cues playing the song Corruption. I did see that. Yeah, I found that. I looked that up while we were, listening, while we were watching the movie, like what that band was called. So that plot summary so, is almost too specific. It sounds like enough. that guy is in the band and he wanted to just play the band. <laughs> like, this, yeah. is, this is sim- Swimming Pool cues. What was they, what were they called? Sim- swimming Pool cues, yeah. Swimming playing pool Corruption. Cues. Yeah, make sure to check them out. They're in the movie. Yeah, like, that Spotify. sounds like his... his uh, uh, synopsis yeah. there but but that i mean that all that does you know it's, you, you get the gist of it basically you just have um brian played by rick hurst who apparently is a big um soap opera guy mm. since then yeah yeah he's a hell of a jawline so i yeah he's got a hell of a jawline his Lord. brother too so Rick Hurst's character Brian, yeah, I mean he takes a nap and then do we remember? Okay, so yeah, the movie opens with it opens with the couple of upstairs who have in the apartment building. Yeah, they, who they obviously have just misplaced something. Of course, I didn't. You know, I read the I had forgotten what the plot was at right. that time, so I didn't know what the hell they were missing, which is kind of the whole point. Yeah, but, so they're they're hooked on the narcotic as well. So clearly, you know, they don't obviously you don't know that going right. in, but yeah, but that they're is scrambling because they need a hit and. The what would you call Alamer? He, I, I don't love disembodied. He is a disembodied something. I mean, you could, you could, I would call him a sentient disembodied brainstem. Yeah, he's kind of like he's a, not a brain, but he's a brainstem. He's kind of like what, a like a. He's got like kind of like tentacle suckers on his chest. Like he's almost like a if you cut a off like a he's cute like a, like an octopus's tentacle like tentacle yeah. And then, like, where you cut off, cut it off, you, like, give, give it a little head and mouth and eyes. and Beautiful eyes. And a, yeah. and a good personality, a good sense of humor. Yeah, he was... A little, little, little demanding. Does it have a credit for who uh, voice acted him? I don't... Because he, he, would, he would think so. I mean, I'll look, kind of a goofy, but... like, very distinct voice. I don't know how to describe it. No, but unfortunately, you've got Michael Rubenstein, who was the bum in Alley. Hmm. Imagine coming home. He didn't your... get killed, but he did fucking. He was sipping on that handle like it was his last day. Well, you've got Kevin Van Hentrick, Henrik, who was the man with the basket on, on the subway. Mm. Remember that guy? Yeah, there's a little basket case reference. reference. Yeah. Um, well, that's kind of a bummer they don't have Alamer's voice actor on there. You but... would think they would. I'll keep looking, yeah. but the point is. Um, what is the point? What am I talking well, about? Well. The point is oh, here's that, the guy in the shower, the hunk daddy. Oh yeah, this might this was a possible Steve's cutie alert early on. Yeah, the, Joseph Gonzalez takes yeah. care of his body. Yeah, holy hell. We'll, we'll get to that anyway. Sorry, yeah, I'm going through Freddie IMDb. Mercury. He could have only Freddie Mercury wishes he was. He was well, half Freddie Mercury was still alive during this point of time. I, well. I kind of forget how few people are in this movie. Oh, John Zach Zakurl is Almer. Uncredited voice. He's still oh, okay. alive. He's probably dead. Died, died in 2016. Age 98. Holy shit. Whoa, look at this guy. Rest in peace, man. Okay. Well, he had a... So, Alamer is this kind of worm tentacle thing that's being... Uh, the, the old couple upstairs is using it to kind of... 
you know, get their, they're getting their hits from him. They're feeding him brains. You see them bringing brains, of, like, at, right off the top. Well, the whole point is that he basically attaches to your brain stem, yeah. and then he, through a hole in the back of the neck, he is able to insert what he calls his juice. And yeah. that obviously, a couple of spritzes on your brain from the hole in the back of the neck gets you fucked up beyond measure. Yeah. Um, and I, you obviously, in the movie, don't know where the hell he came from. You just, you know, no. the movie kind of begins with, you know, with these most recent victims, yeah. uh, you know, an elderly couple in their apartment who have just misplaced him because um, he obviously escaped. Why? Yeah. Oh, I know why. It's obvious because they've well, been feeding human. him. Yeah, they've yeah. been feeding him um, animal brains. Yeah. Uh, which is clearly no good. It's not going to do enough. He wants no. that human brain. At one point, um brian's confronted by the guy upstairs and the guy does go through like a pretty long-winded history lesson of elmer's a lot of exposition there yeah like creation like uh backstory and it was like he was like in he lost me not gonna lie yeah yeah and he was somehow in like world war ii so he's like wolverine and yeah essentially all you need to know is elmer's like this ancient fucking psychedelic worm Maybe he's still like this right now. Maybe he's around here somewhere, you know? So that that's pretty much all you need to know about Alamer's backstory. He's like a prehistoric psychedelic worm that was like captured during the Crusades and then just passed passed from dude to dude. He's like an heirloom, like a nice you yeah. know, like a like a nice watch timepiece. But um should we get in so like we said, Alamer he start he gets Brian hooked on the juice, and then while Brian's hooked Alamer kind of controls him and takes Kind of like Ratatouille situation going on there. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, where he's under the hat. Exactly. And he controls Not him and takes cute, him around though. the city. Not quite as cute Alamer was kind of cute sometimes. He's cute, but, I mean, Ratatouille, I mean, my God, that Pixar animation. Yeah. It's pretty but, cute. you know, he takes him around the city, and he kind of forces himself on people like Alamer goes and eats people's brains That's yeah he, he basically uses him is like the transport he like basically just transport. uses Brian as a kind of like a vessel to get to his next victim yeah. and that's kind of the whole movie I mean that's kind of you know I mean that's literally the whole plot after that yeah so now you I mean let's should we get into some of the brain eating yeah or but what? I mean let's just conf- I mean there, there's a couple of things about this movie there's some, some big things that I like the most right here's the thing number one the special effects number two and most importantly it's an hour and 24 minutes long Whoa. Uh, see, nice this and was, short so, so you're telling me that you would like you gladly go see like two hour and 40 minute movies but then you're glad when movies are short so do you just not like movies that are like just like a solid two hours is that no you need like a really long movie or a really short movie or i mean it obviously depends on the movie you know like when tarantino's upcoming movie i guarantee you it's gonna be over two and a half oh, hours sure. i would assume so and i'm okay with that like you saw like roma uh, which was like you know didn't really connect is that two and a half hours mm, i would think it's like around two hours See, exactly. but it's, yeah, foreign language felt film, way black longer. And white. Like, so I mean, exactly. So like, well, I, I saw it in a theater. And I I, I made myself go to the theater so I wouldn't fall asleep. And I, you know me, I'm a bit, you know, I'm a that's up my alley. You're but a theater. I'll I'll admit that Roma. I did not connect with Roma like everybody else well, did. So yeah, it didn't make your list. Uh, Avengers Endgame coming up. That'll that is rumored. I mean, from what the directors have kind of mentioned offhand, is that the movie's going to be around three hours long. And I'm thinking that's that's too it's too short. Okay, it's too short this for is me. Gonna be a, I don't want to get on a tangent here, but if people if this is like a trend where movies are going to be this fucking long, I hope can so. Can we please bring back intermissions? Oh, I hope so. I mean, but I mean, I don't want to get whole sidetracked, but just you know, all the studio execs who listen to this podcast, put a fucking intermission in your movie, please, or theater managers, just put an intermission in. You know, just stop the movie, turn the lights on, 
and just say, hey, go piss and fucking get another drink. When I saw The That's Hateful Eight asking. in 2015, I did the road show where, it, where it's like in 70 millimeter. Yeah, they and they had, had intermission. Yeah, and it was saw, incredible. Very too. good. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I was bring it back. One. Don't just let Tarantino fucking bogart that. Just everybody bring back intermissions. So, done with my tangent. This movie didn't need one, clearly. It was only no. an hour. It was fucking 80 minutes. I'll admit it kind of felt a little bit longer than that, but... So, anyway, that was a major part, but the special effects of this movie, I thought, I would love to know the budget of this movie, because given that it was 1988, and this is obviously a very cheap-ass movie, I thought the special effects were very good. I don't think it was a very huge budget. No, $900,000. So, you know what, that's... Not a million. It it seems like a lot, but it's actually very tiny for a movie, um, no, especially the yeah. size. And, and 88, no, yeah, that's so small for 88, I would think. So. For 88, I think that's small for not being... Sh- I mean, op- clearly it was shot on film. It was shot with... Oh, well, if it's in 88, it's going to be shot on film. Well, yeah, we've seen some shot, shot on tape and stuff. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I mean... 35 millimeter film. Mm-mm. It looked good. And we, we saw it did. we saw like a Blu-ray cut on sh- uh, so yeah if you have a Shutter subscription it's currently on Shutter right now. I wish we could have um, watched it that way though. <laughs> yeah, so we, we we saw a pretty good uh, high def cut, unedited cut. You know, there's this movie's been cut to hell. We'll get into that in some of the kill scenes. Um, there's one scene that's notoriously been cut out of several versions, but I'm sure anything you would buy now, whether it be you know if you do watch it on Shutter, even I think there's a Shout Factory, Scream Factory re-release of this. You know, I bet that that's probably fucking uncut. But if for some reason you find, like, a weird UK VHS copy, that's probably expensive as fuck, for one, but it's also probably cut. But okay, anyways. Let's just dive into these. Let's, let's, you let's know, just, so, that's what we're all about here. Yeah, we're, we're getting into Because the kills are what... This, that's why this, we're here. Not only the show's about, but this whole movie's pretty much about the kills. That's why we're here right now. It's pretty great. So, you want to start with the... Yeah, what was the first kill? First kill was the um, the junkyard cop. Remember? Well, admittedly, a lot of the kills are the same, which is essentially just uh, what, what, what's what's oh Al- Elmer 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 Elmer. Uh, he has a thing to kind of um, to suck on the head and take kind of suck the brain through a, a hole in the head he makes himself. Yeah. So um, during one of his kind of uh, ball, tripping balls benders. Yeah, it's Brian's first trip. His first trip. I always remember our first, my first trip. Yeah, he's in the junkyard. That's he not, wants well, to fuck a it car. It is a junkyard, I guess. Yeah, he sees. Or yeah, it's he, like a, he sees one particular car that kind of obviously really stands out for him. It was really beat to fuck. It was, but like it just kind of the way that it glows, and, and this is you know it's it's decent effects that kind of show what he sees. Yeah. It's kind of glowing colors, you know, kind of like a silhouette of a you know, colors all around the objects. But for some reason, he gets to that one car, and it's like his whole world stops. And I'm interested in knowing what exactly what was going on with that. Did yeah. he want to fuck the car? Yeah, I, just, I wouldn't put it. I mean, yeah. it's his brain on drugs. Who hasn't you know, wanted? Like, a, why are you trying to try and get in the head of? Uh, of a junkie True. like that, you know, he's fucking. I'm not judging. Crazy. I just want to no, know. Yeah, I need. Yeah. I need more context. I need more information. I can't just like assume. You know, he just keeps saying like this is great. So you just have to assume he's maybe into cars. Like he's a car guy. You don't really know his occupation, but <laughs> does he have a know. job? He doesn't. <laughs> he's he's, doesn't... Uh, he's just excited to be around cars and they're lighting up. It would probably be beneficial to mention that during this whole thing, he lives with his brother in his apartment in New York City, yeah. and his girlfriend. He does have a girlfriend comes yeah. by to kind of check up on him and. Um, and the big, his story in the movie opens with him in bed. Is he sick? It looks like he's because he's kind of glazed and sweat. Yeah. Um. Anyway, his girlfriend. He, we had plans to go to the concert tonight. Let's go and. 
I, I can't go for whatever reason. Uh, take my brother instead, and his brother's like, ah, I'll go with you, no problem. And we'll get back to that later on. But yeah, that, that it goes very well. There's some seeds being planted there. Yeah, with Mike so, and Barbara. That's the brother and girlfriend. So while Mike and Barbara are doing their thing, uh, our man's here is tripping balls in the junkyard, falling in love with the car. I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, yeah. the uh, the guard, the police chief of this particular... Uh, the chief of the yard. Chief of the yard police, yeah. Fucking he junk commando. He fucking... He just like... There's no like, hey, what are you doing? He immediately fucking cocks the gun and yeah. get out of here. Well, it's New York City. That's a good point. You know, in, in, the, the, 80s. in the 80s. yeah. So, okay, you know, that's there's fair. Just, guns are drawn just at the slightest. You just assume it's a goddamn sound. junkie. Yeah. It's I guess like, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, worst case scenario, it's a junkie. Or, I mean, worst case scenario, you know, you just shoot an innocent person and it's New York City in the 80s. So, it's like, yeah, it's no harm, no foul, really. That's fair. But, I mean, basically, Elmer, 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 just kind of... It's like A-L-Y-M-E-R. It like it's like Elmer. But it's, yeah, it's like... Um, yeah. Elmer, he, I mean, really, he just jumps and then digs his head, his, his digs his head into the head of the guard. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I like the effects because the blood starts flying, it starts coming out his face. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated effects, but it looks really well done. It's you no, know, it's, but they uh, really, they really must like have glued like Elmer onto these dudes' heads. Well, I like, like they're the, really whipping it like so hard. I like and, the animatronic um, like nature of of Elmer himself. Yeah, El- yeah. The Elmer creature effects are interesting because it's kind of like uh, at times it's animatronic, at other times it's, it's clearly stop, stop motion. motion. Yeah, at other times it's I kinda, clearly I dig just it. like a really rubber uh, like prosthetic and they're just whipping and it looks like it's like really thrashing on them but no matter how you're explaining it i think it is better than we're explaining it i think it's you know it, it yeah. is all of those things but i think it's handled pretty well no, for all is. of those different ways of doing it, it is and it's like and he uh even when um when he go well when he attacks and then when he also is put on the back of brian's neck and he's gonna put the juice in him he like opens his mouth really fucking wide and you he has like all these kind of teeth and like uh just kind of like picture the scene in 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 the newest it when he finally grabs georgie's hand and kind of his whole mouth kind of like dislocates and there's just like a shitload of teeth and there's like all sorts of kind of like kind of a hodgepodge of tongue teeth action but then needle comes out so it's just dripping it comes out dripping that sweet sweet goo Cool effect, probably a cheap effect, but it really looks cool. Nine hundred grand, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, I figure a lot of that goes in locations a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, the creature effects are pretty bare bones, but effective. I would say, yeah, that's what I would describe. It's like it's like um, Robert Rodriguez's career is you know making the most out of what little budget you have. Right. So, so, but yeah, he sucks the brain out of the cop, out of fucking commando junk, and. So it's while pretty gory. It is, I think it's 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 good. While this is happening, of course, Brian has no idea what the hell's going on. He's you know in a yeah. whole other world. So it kind of will go into his view sometimes, and it's just like a ultra colorized, like super saturated picture view like, of the world. Picture kinda. like like a very cheap '80s music video. How they yeah. would kind of do that. Yeah, so it's like just like a lot of psychedelic, like just saturated colors over everything. That's so he can't really make out what's happening. And he's high as fuck, so he, I mean, he even makes a point later saying like he doesn't remember killing anybody or anybody dying ever. He kind of blacks out 
after right. all of it anyway. Can so. I read you a funny, not really funny, but a little fun trivia fact about this movie? So Brian has an unexplained cut on his lip all throughout the movie. Yeah. Which I, you remember you seen that? I saw that. It, it was like part, he had chapped lips. Exactly. It was a part of a subplot involving him getting into a bar fight the night before and defending his brother in a bar fight. Did they cut uh, that scene? But due to time restraints, the explanation scenes were never filmed. <laughs> I wonder how much of a difference that would have really made. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't... You, you would never know that there was actually like a point to his lip. I thought he just, just had like, chapped right. lips. Yeah, exactly. It's I thought he had chapped interesting lips. Interesting fact. Interesting fact. What was the next kill? Um, I'm trying to think. But I think I, it I was really the, think it was. I think it was the one. Yeah, you want to get no. You, so should we start with the? Well, we start with the cutie first. All right. You know, so he's high. Um, Hold on, I, I can find her on IMDb. Keep, keep talking. He go well. So we should say first before he does this. He's um kind of jumping back a little. He's killed one guy. He knows that like something's up. He knows about Alamers. Like Alamers fucking him up, and he's kind of hooked. So he goes on a date with Barbara, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they're at dinner. Um, he's kind of wigging some, out. Some, some good looking spaghetti. And meatballs. Yeah, he gets he gets spaghetti and meatballs. Of course, it's not spaghetti and meatballs. It's fucking brains bubbling up. Spaghetti and brains. Yeah, it's kind of another kind of like bre- ridiculous effect of expanding brains. Well, it's like there are brains that act like um lungs. like lungs. Yeah. yeah, interesting effect. It's actually a pretty cool effect. I but. Think. So he's seeing all these brains and is like everywhere he fucking looks. And that's where he like runs out of the bar and he's, uh, it's not a bar. It's like a, a oh, it's Italian restaurant. He runs out of a five star Italian restaurant. I am right. Wow. And did you see the, did you see the, the, the spaghetti is probably a three star at the most, well, probably two star. He was hallucinating. They, there weren't really brains. Well, I know that, but even that it didn't look super great. Was, but so he runs maybe out not quite and then he garden. gets a hit. He gets fucking, you know, he gets a hit of Alamer's juice because oh, he's like Jones in juice, and he walks into this kind of like punk bar. I would call we, it a. See, uh, it's a dance club, dude. Well, yeah, but it's like, but it's all punks in there. It's a punk club. It's yeah, a club of punks, man. And this is where we see the band. We see fucking what are they called? Water slide Q? Water something like that. Sure, I don't think so, they carry their whatever. We see now. the band. You know, that's where they are, and he's like fucking out of his mind high as shit and he gets approached by do we know her name do you know her name uh actress's name or the character or actress? well vicky darnell plays blonde in hell i assume that's what yeah she, if we're talking we'll, we'll about. Call, so we'll call her like the punk chick at the club and Man. she pulls him in they go she asks him if he want to dance they start dancing and they're having a good time cut to outside the club on the roof. On the roof. On the roof of the club. Kind of seems so, to be the makeout spot of the club. Well, it's the, the it's a little bit problematic. I'll say it because <laughs> he's out of his fucking mind and she's trying to get with him. I'm thinking to myself, this could not go well. This is done today. Yeah, he's he's fucking loosey goosey. He, he has no even... idea what the hell is happening. No, he doesn't. She's trying to get that sweet dome. Yeah, and I mean, do you want to get elaborate a little more on your your? I mean, Cutie she's here? just, uh, or, before I'll, we... I'll be honest. She's kind of one of the only women in this movie. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're um, not, you know, I wasn't, didn't really have a whole lot to work with. She's no Barbie Benton. No, no. So <laughs> I really didn't have a whole lot to work with, but, um, so kind of by default. Well, I mean the other, you do see yes. his girlfriends, she gets, does get naked, but she still she didn't does. even make your cut. No, because. Listen, which is an interesting. Listen, twist. I don't objectify women. I don't just, right. and they're not my kids because they get naked. Okay, I respect I, no, that. I know. He, 
All right. This chick had good taste in music. You know, she was She's fun. A, punk, a, punk, a nice, tall, punk, blonde girl. Yeah, I, I totally get it. My type, I totally so. get your... I, I'm completely behind your cutie on this one. Yeah, so... Um, but do you want to get into her demise? So this is the this is the scene that was kind of butchered um, in the home release. Yeah. In fact, I just read, if I could uh, go back to the trivia section, which I love, you know, I love so very much. Yeah. Um, so I'll explain um, how this scene works. Basically... While he's out of his goddamn, uh, in a whole, uh, having an out of body experience, she decides to go for the good nice for, for the try, try to fillet him. Yeah. Um. Again, problematic. Uh, seems a bit rapey in 2019, well, but at the yeah, time, this is 1988. Yeah, punk. You know, punk. You know, they're dirty. You know, it's still. You just you can still go hindsight. To, you can still go to a punk club today, and this would still happen. Yes. You know. So she's she wants to fillet him. Uh, sure. Anyway, as, as as the listener, your dear listeners can already assume when she unzips the pants. Well, she makes some. She feels something down there, and she, she even does. makes reference to possibly a monster being in yeah, there. Yeah, you guys looks like you're trying to hide a monster in there, and of course, I'm like, it's a good. I like that line. On the nose, but a char- charmingly so. Yeah. So, uh, she decides to, she wants to investigate further, so she unzips the pants. So that unnecessarily long '80s pants zipper that yeah. goes on forever. Um, and as you can assume, uh, she does see the monster he's hiding. It's not what she thinks. In fact, it actually shoves itself into her mouth. Yeah, Aylmer. Uh, Aylmer Head first. Aylmer doesn't. He does. He does return. Uh, right, right into her mouth, down her throat. Now you might be thinking, now Steve, Eric, you beautiful hunky boys, that almost looks like she's flating him at that point. Yeah, uh, you would be correct. And it that was exactly like that. It was exactly like that. Uh, for our pleasure. Now this is um actually a part where the crew walked out of the production, refusing to work on the scene. What? Uh, why I don't know. If if you're working on this kind of movie, mean? you really need to be up for anything. I feel like the crew is like literally like six other people who aren't in the shot. It yeah. was like the director and then like five other people who are like camera operators and just like I'm just you see the design of Aylmer and you think to yourself That's good that's gonna be be a pretend dick that's just, gonna go in someone's mouth it's just weird to me that you can go with that and be cool with that but as soon as there's a fellatio scene it's like ah I'm done that just seems weird to me I don't know it did I mean the, we watched the uncut version it did look kind of graphic well that's I mean that's the whole point like it's she's obviously. like like it literally looks like a fucking zombie like tentacle cock it looks very fully in her mouth. Know, very phallic. Like at it, and there's like fucking slime and drool and yeah. I and mean, blood. the whole point was obviously to make it look like you know to make it yeah. look like fellatio, and I think it does that beautifully. It's a it's it's a pretty great kill. And it then, is a, obviously it's at this time, of course, he's going for the she's going for the brain, yeah. through the head. Um, and he actually it's pretty creative. You it's know? very like good. You see him keep going for like the just sucking the head. Like stuck in the forehead. Usually that's, boring, that's Elmer's know? like usual one. But it's his call sign. This time he goes through the mouth, and I would assume through like the roof of the mouth. Probably, yeah, for or sure. And it's very, it's very good. It's good. And of course, he gets that sweet, sweet brain. He pulls it out. Yeah, pulls out the brain through her mouth. I, it's really good effects, man. Yeah, it was, I, it was I do fun. like it. Um, it's fun. So she goes down, obviously, and that's kind of the demise. As soon as, soon as the cutie comes into my life, she's taken from me. Isn't. Isn't that how it always goes? It, it is how it always goes. Yeah. yeah, you think I get used to it by now, but no. So that was that's um, 
that's that's uh, that girl. I heard her freaking actress's name, but whatever. blonde punk in hell. I think was blonde her name. girl. It was blonde, blonde girl, girl blonde in hell. Girl in, yeah, hell was the nightclub. I was gonna say. I'm assuming that's obviously yeah. the name of the club. So she's um, dead as shit. So rest in peace, my sweet baby girl. And from there, he kind of goes into. Well, I think from there, he actually goes back to. Remember, he goes back to the garage. He sees like the um, the old couple confront him. He has like the bloody underwear because he's got the chick's blood in his underwear. Yeah, because obviously he he takes yeah. the brain, uh, Aylmer, our boy Aylmer, and he retracts back into the jeans. Right. Uh, so of course, which you know, makes a mess. So he does come to the next day. Yeah. Has no idea what the hell happened, but he goes and he, t- he takes off his pants. Beautiful butt shot. Um, and then it's he not, not not even there's a more beautiful butt oh, shot. we're coming, we're, we're gonna get to the real hunky butt shot for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he discards his 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 bloody underwear. Um, of course, women can go through that all you know monthly, and when a guy does well, it, he's all yeah. over that. So yeah. it seems a bit hypocritical, but hey, um, so and that's he, where he's confronted by the old dude, and he kind of learns the history of Aylmer. Uh, I don't remember yeah. what he does. Does he beat the fuck out of the old dude, or how how, how he escapes? I don't really remember. I don't how. remember either. Did we are we were we did we get that juice? Am I even talking about? It? Am I even talking during it? I think he. Did we get that juice? We don't remember. I don't remember either. Either way, he he confronts did, him. He and, confronts uh, him. I think they kind of just like push him over, and he's old, you know. Yeah, I don't think he's puts up a very good fight. Yeah, regardless, so they but. go, and this is when I think he comes back home. He kind of grabs all of his shit. Um, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. Breaking news: Frank Henenlotter claimed oh. that he had to, he had makeup effects give heart or give Rick Hurst a split lip throughout the movie because he thought he quote looked too fucking pretty, unquote, and that it wasn't from a deleted fight scene. So I don't know what the hell to believe anymore. Well, who he was a good-looking dude. Clearly, he, he was, was in soap opera. Do you know what soap opera he was in? Um, I'll Yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. Well, okay, but so he... he at Many this, of them. At this, at this point, you know, he... he, he, he Ilmer... He General the, Hospital, Guiding Light. Whoa. So all, pretty much all of them. Young wow. and Restless. Oh, my God. He's a, a heartthrob, guys. Yeah. You know? It makes sense. You know, and we haven't even talked about Mike yet. Oh no no. Or fucking Steve's. You know, <laughs> there the are two that, the that almost was. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was a hard fight. Anyway, continue. But um, I believe this is where he goes home, and uh, Barbara, his girlfriend, comes back, and they're trying to like talk to him. And this is is this where he? Uh, is this where he sees them hooking up? No, because he, we see, still does have. Does he see the? Does he go to the hot, uh, hotel yes. before that? Yes, he does. And I think he goes right to the hotel because he's still in the suit and stuff in the hotel. Wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, he so packs from, his bags. Yeah. And he says, "I have to get out of here because obviously, what yo does this at this point? Does he know what's going on with? Yeah. Uh, okay, so he's now aware that um, whenever he gets that sweet juice, yeah. uh, someone's gonna die." And he goes to the hotel. He go. He like. He pretty much like goes to kind of like detox himself. Yeah. Kind of like do like a self rehab. Like I'm gonna lock myself in this hotel. Hey man, it's smart. And I get it. You know. I mean. So he does this whole song and dance, and it's like he's gonna. It's gonna be like waiting it out. Like he's not gonna get any juice, and Alamer's not gonna get any brains. So it's gonna be like who can break first. Is this before or after the? bathroom shower this is like before this is like when they because that happens in the hotel bathroom sure okay so they're in the hotel 
he's going through like super relapse, like super. Well, the whole idea is that I mean, you kind of got like a Texas standoff there because uh, what the hell's his name again? Sorry, Brian. Brian wants to detox himself. Yeah. And Aylmer wants brains, obviously. So he kind of says, "Okay, you know, we'll see who who caves first. You know, I, you know, I, I want a brain. You want it. You know, you want your kind of your freedom, so to speak." Um, yeah. But I know that you're gonna want that juice, so come you know, when you start begging for me for my juice, you know, I'll be I'll be the one laughing. Right. So, um, and I obviously you can already assume who won that one yeah. after a awful you know detox session. Uh, clearly, he succumbs to the juice again. Yeah, he's puking, he's shaking, covered in sweat. I mean, this movie is like normal a, Tuesday yeah, for me. This whole thing, this whole movie is like a very. And has like a not I don't know an anti drug feel, but it's you know it is it is very much an allegory for the drug yeah problem. for like heroin. <laughs> it's, the, yeah, the Elmer is opiates. a fucking heroin needle. It, it it's and, it's so on the nose yeah. that it's like almost a turn off, but it's not quite. It's no, uh, cause it's, it's done charming. in such a satirical yeah uh, way. I mean, farcical it, way. If you're like, watching this kind fun. of movie, you really need to be on board with it. You know, like if you're just in there thinking, oh, it's such an allegory for the drug problems. No. You know, it's, the movie's not for you, so. But, so, he gets his fix, and now it's time to fucking make Alamer happy. And he... He enters his... He goes... So, there's a bathroom in the hotel. It seems to be some sort of kind of communal, communal bathroom, bathroom, shower. Kind of like like, kind of like, you know, like, like the pilot. doesn't fast. really seem gendered. I mean, it seems like anybody can kind of walk in there, but... There's no privacy, there, period. I mean... There is only one man in there. And he, the man is a specimen, man. Let me let me just... Let me pull this over. I, yeah. I got Is this figure. kind of soap opera? <laughs> he should have been. I hope so, man. He deserves... He's in something. I, so... So, this is like the first nudity scene of the movie. Joseph Gonzalez... Now, the question is this. So, so let me explain the plot here because I almost will question what the hell was the point. Was he, what was the point of having him in the movie? He was like a red herring. He was a red herring, exactly. So, obviously, so you walk in, you see this beautiful, hunky man, butt naked. Uh, man, that body is like, he takes care of it. It's unbelievable. He'd be a great wrestler. He'd I'm be just an amazing. Say that. Well, he's, he's like, he could break me in half, man. It's out, and I'm not like a skinny dude, so it's outrageous, but. <laughs> Um, so he's bathing himself, showering, uh, soapy suds, you know, the camera likes to linger on his butt. Yeah, Frank. It's a good butt, Lingering on the butt a little bit. It's a good butt, though. Like, you you know, you take care of your body, you know, you can do that. So, yeah. uh, basically the idea is you, you, of course, as the audience and watching assumes that, uh, he will be the next victim, uh, by Elmer. And Elmer even, you know, he falls off of Brian's neck and he slithers away, think, okay, well, you know, this guy's gonna crawl up his butt or his beautiful butt or something like that. Yeah. But uh, was this guy making advances to Brian? Or no, he, he it's kinda, just I think it was just that eighties acting. He kinda where, just gives him like a he's just like overly friendly while they're both naked in the shower. But it's not like in a really like a gay way. No, it's just it's, a friendly way, you it's know. It's in a friendly way. I, I respect and admire that. I think yeah. it's just uh that kind of eighties I wonder if he's gay because this is kind of the whole. It's very, it's very ambiguous. His his sexuality is very ambiguous because he's like a. He's got the mustache, man. Mu- big mustache. He's got that big mustache. muscles. Big fucking ass. It's a good ass. Uh, he's just kind. He's got bar barred soap. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just kind of you know literally like dong facing mm-hmm. Brian. And he's just very like, comfortable. It's gonna be okay. Like he's very. Comfortable. No one can bother you in here. He's just kind of saying stuff like that, and it's, it's like just an oracle. Like, yeah. But you know. Anyway, so I think that's really the point. But it was kind of a red herring in I don't mind two it. senses, I guess, in, in that way. 
So the point of this is, um, during, after you think that this guy's going down, the movie cuts, the camera cuts to a man in the toilets behind them yeah. in a stall. And you're uh, like, oh. reading some book, I don't know, reading some sort of magazine, some sort of horror magazine, funny enough. Yeah, there, that's, I was, real quick diversion, there's like a lot of, I don't know what, like, um, there's like a lot of really interesting, like, set design and props and stuff. Like, the, like, Brian has like some, like, sick, like, Slayer posters, suicide well, posters, like, I don't know, like. It's no, it's no mistake that as soon as he wakes up when he's covered in blood the first night. Yeah. Uh, he, there's a poster for Slayer's Reign of Blood. Yeah. You know? it's no. So it's sick. like, I don't know, there's just like a lot of cool, like, sort little of... artifacts of the late 80s sprinkled throughout and even in the punk club and stuff i don't know we've i've talked about this before how i just love yeah all that like 80s design, culture man. that's like true to the time sure in there so yeah so um basically what happens is i mean you can it's, just, it's the same it's the same kill um yeah right to the head right to the head now this is the, the guy in the stall right to the head sucks the brain out love the blood spur the camera sitting uh looking over top the uh, stall blood spurting yeah uh, again, easy, super easy. You know, it's the whole idea of like you can't, you know, it's cheating it. You know, yeah. you can't see. Like if the camera just shows you the outside of the stall with the blood, you can do whatever you damn, you know, put it in a bottle or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, you know, yeah. So, I mean, like we were saying, I, I kind of forgot this. This was a whole scene. Um, I wanted to talk about this during one of the, I think, one of the best special effects scenes. Um, so, I, I'm sorry. Like, that guy gets killed in the stall. Sure. Um, blood spraying everywhere. Yeah. But just before that, even before the shower scene, one of my favorite gore scenes in this whole movie is when he's having the um, oh the shakes and stuff, and yeah, he starts um, hallucination. He's like hallucinating, and he starts like pulling. He like feels blood in his ear. This is uh, Brian, and he's like um, he has blood in his ear, and he starts pulling out bits of like brain out of his ear. And he starts just like pulling it like the fucking clown trick with the, the handkerchief. With, yeah, with the handkerchief. And he's like chips, pulling yeah. like almost like intestine brain matter out of his ear. And eventually it just rips his whole ear off and blood is just like clunk, clunk, like chugging, like geyser, like pouring yeah. out. It's and very well done. That, I, mean, I think could, that's my yeah. favorite gore scene in the movie. I forgot kind of where I was going to talk about that, but that happened before the whole it's shower dur- scene. Yeah, and during the, the detox scene. scene. Yeah. yeah, it's just during and the detox. I think that's my favorite effect that happened in the movie just Mm -hmm. the especially the pulling of the just like flesh out of his ear i just really loved how like long that went yeah no it is is very much slightly 20 feet of blood out the the clowns or the magicians with the handkerchief yeah Yeah, so yeah i wanted to make sure that i talked about that because yeah that i think was probably my favorite gore effect in the movie that was very good so from but anyways from there he goes to the shower to the stall kills the dude in the stall at this point now, too, Brian's kind of freaking out because he knows that... Understandably. Right. He Before, he didn't really realize that Alamer was killing people. Now he knows that Alamer's killing people, and he's kind of, like, freaking out. And he's like, we got to get out of here. People are going to see... Yeah, because, so like, he they... knows it, but he kind of accepts it. He's kind of yeah. like... Well, he knows he's he like, got to get hooked. He's... Yeah, he's like, this is terrible, but... I, I'll do what I can to get the juice. He's more just like, come on, like, you get your brain, like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, they leave... Um, at this point, he goes home. So we throughout get into the Mike and his, we get into Mike and Barbara now. So throughout the whole movie, it's very obvious that Mike wants to boink uh, his Brian's girlfriend, and that's and that's their brother. Brother, so. 
and Brian's girlfriend. Kind of, kind of, kind of a scummy thing. What are you going to do? Anyway, you 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 wonder. It's like you know, is what's her name again? Barbara. Barbara. Is Barbara going you know, to succumb to this? Well, yeah. So they start. So while this is all happening, Barbara and Mike, uh, they fuck, and uh, yeah. this is one of those shots where I'm like, Frank, buddy. I mean, we get it. They're fucking. Uh, but you know, it's a it's a sex scene. It's a sex. It's, it's emphasis on it's a whole scene of them just fucking. Yeah, and it's pretty realistic too. It's very much uh, might not have been simulated. <laughs> uh, who knows? This isn't Gallo. Um, yeah. So, but was it good enough to make the cut for Steve's cuties? But it no, did happen. Because again, you know, I don't objectify. Right, it's because get she gets you. naked. I'm all about the one who gets the brain sucked out. Right. You know, that's my fetish. She. We'll get to her. Get to her in a second. But yes. Um, but during this whole hookup scene with Mike and Barbara, uh, Brian is that is present. He's in the other room. He's tripping balls. He's high on Alamer again. Um, he has this weird hallucination with him, his brother, and Barbara. Kind of a threesome. Kind of, kind of a, like a Barbara sandwich. Barbara sandwich. Brother sandwich. Ill advised, I would say. But you know, um, what are you gonna do? Pretty much that scene ends pretty quick and. That's when he comes and says, hey, I need to get out of here. Like, I'm going to, you know, I, I need, if I I stick need to around, take the drugs. Yeah, if I stick and, around, you guys are next. Yeah, and if all, I take it's it's drugs, either you or the drugs, and I'm choosing yeah, the drugs. Yeah, so he pretty much dumps his girlfriend, disowns his brother, says, I'm taking the drugs, and leaves. And what does Barbara do? She follows him, she which is, them. again, ill-advised, you know. Yeah. He goes do? down to the subway, fucking takes a hit off Alamer's fucking sweet drip, mm. and they get in the subway together. Um, this is where they have like the basket case little nod where the yeah. guy comes in with the big fucking apparently, basket. Apparently like, that, that actor is in basket oh. case. So. And then um, Barbara's there talking to Brian. He's fucking tripping his gourd. Yeah, he's not happy. And he can't, like, it goes to a couple of like point of views of him, and he's just seeing fucking colors everywhere. And she's trying to explain to him like why she loves him and whatnot. Which she goes it, it in just for seems, a seems kiss. It's falling on deaf ears, of course, as it should. She goes in for a kiss. He, he well, he's into that and only because what's, what's in his mouth. Our boy, yeah, Elmer. 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 Love him. And my boy. so now they're kind of like it looks like they're making out on the train. People are kind of looking at him because she's like literally moaning and crying because. As he's kissing her, Elmer is like sucking her brains out through her head now, and yeah, that's the end of Barbara. That's the end of Barbara. She gets left her there. fucking brains sucked out on the train. This, of course, being late at night in the '80s in New York City subway system, she's left there, and no one really seems to care to really realize that no. she's dead. So they're doing yeah, their own. She thing, literally so. collapses, blood everywhere in her face. People are just fucking reading their papers. And from there, we kind of much go into the end of the movie. Uh, Brian and Elmer they get confronted by the old couple again. They're back. Elmer, they want Elmer, they want him back so. Elmer bad. Uh, gets you know he kills the old lady, eats her brain, jumps on the old man, starts to eat his brain. And I should mention that this is the same way through the head. Yeah, he through the head gets all that um, point. What we're gonna do. And then, you know, he Brian wants one more hit, you know, so after those two are dead, he's he wants so, another he's hit. He's such a bitch about it, man. He just can't and knock what it do that we hit. see? The old man's not dead yet. Nope, he, he comes back, up. and he actually kind of like, he kind of crushes. Yeah. Well, actually, th- this is pretty cool. because shit out of him. So what he does, so 
Elmer is, you know, juice and Brian. Juice, you know, he's, he's, he's you know, needle deep in his neck. And then the old man, I forgot his name already, he, of I course, grabs that. him at that point and is able to kind of, I mean, picture, you know, you have a needle in your brain stem and he's fucking pushing it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be very, it's going to be very painful for Brian. Holy hell. Yeah. I, that was a well done scene just because of that. I'm and he it. shoots like, Ten times the normal amount of juice. He really spurts a nice couple of some ropes in there. Like uh, he shoots yeah. a shot, basically. Yeah, like Brian's dealing with like a hundred times the high he's used to now. Yeah, and Aylmer sadly is uh, crushed to death. We assume another. We well, for sure another, another yeah. good special effects is watching him right on the floor and die. Yeah, blood spurting out, juice spurting out. Yeah. Um, side note, I wonder, because this movie is obviously, it's, I mean, it's obviously an allegory for the drug thing. Um, but, you know, they never touch on, like, uh, uh, like tolerance. Like, you know, as far as I know, it was the same amount of, you know, at no point is he like, ah, it's going to be more this time. I mean, it's, true. it's just a, an oversight. I don't, know if yeah, I don't really know a lot about, I mean, because I think it's really kind of referring to, like, heroin. I don't know. Do you get a super big tolerance? I think so. I think or you do. do you I assume. It? I don't know. He only does it for a little bit, though. I think. I mean, that how is... do people overdose? They keep getting more and more, and then they That's get true. too much. That's, That's what I assume. True. That's what I assume, anyway. But anyway, um, so uh, Aylmer's dead. Clearly, he gets a little more bites of a little more you can chew, though. Here, like at the Oof. end. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, he, he might have even had a little tolerance, but it's completely just blown out the door. Yeah. Um, and he's just completely fucking like it does this shot when he gets the juice in his brain where they show like an actual i would assume it's like a animal brain or something sure and they're shooting like this kind of blue liquid on it and they're kind of having like a spark effect Mm -hmm. and they keep kind of showing his brain and it's just like literally sparking nonstop. and there's just like blue shit sloshing he actually starts like having the blue shit seep out of his hair and he grows like a giant welt Mm -hmm. in his head yeah and it's just so much of it at this point, you again, know, cool effect. You know, it's, it, these aren't these aren't necessarily complicated effects, no, but I think they're this is handled the big prosthetic well. lump. But at this point, you know, the drugs too much. You know, he can't keep up, and what does he do? Well, he goes back to the house. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he goes back to the house, and basically, um, there are a lot of people at this point complaining to, a, I guess, a police who happens yeah. to be in the area. Um, and they go into the house and they kind of see our man's uh, Brian there. He seems to have a hole in his head that is just it's it's, it's like the Luxor yeah. in Vegas. The light boom yeah, out of his like out a of spotlight. his uh, the spotlight. You know, it's like a brand new restaurant opening in town. Yeah. Um, and then because uh, he can't because he couldn't take it, he couldn't take so it because he, he shot himself in the head. Oh, that's right. I yeah, he does that. shot himself in the head. Like it seemed like three or four times. And that's clearly what blew open, like, I guess it, like, blows open his, like, skull, so it's, like, what would you call that effect? Like, he kind of, like, it's like his head is, like, hollow, and there's just, like, a light shooting out of the top of it, essentially. Yeah. I mean, that's, I that's what it is. It's, that's that's, that's pretty it much it. And it's, like, and that's pretty much how the movie ends. You know, he just... It, it, it goes to show how... how plain the movie is that we were able to describe the entire plot in uh, an hour. Yeah. It's it's pretty simple, but it's like, it's a really, I don't know. I think it's funny. Like, Elmer is such a fucking weird, but it's just like a bizarre, trippy movie. It's almost like like a Peter Jackson creation. Yeah. 
I mean, I definitely recommend. I mean, if you haven't seen this, you know, have have yourself a a recreational substance or yeah, two. Yeah, that maybe. is definitely a you know, a it's a good, it's movie. a good, it's a good movie for that. It's really maybe fun. not heroin, you know, no, like, don't like, do no, any heavy narcotics, no, and heavy, yeah. oh, heavy, no, heavy opiates, drugs. But, it's I mean, this is kind of a you know a warning against hard drugs. It's kind of the opposite. But of you know, like I a, mean, you could you know, you could have a you could have some fun. Sure, this. for sure. But, so that's the movie. I mean, so we we are going to. I think next we're gonna watch. Do, do we figure yeah. out what we're gonna watch next oh, of his? Yeah. Oh, of his? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I was thinking. So we can talk about it. But I was thinking maybe doing like a deep dive just into the Basket Case trilogy. Yeah, of course. Like maybe doing either like watching all of them and doing one super episode, or watching all of them and doing like a two part episode. Well, we can talk about it. Yeah. But I would say Basket Case is going to be our next Sounds good thing to we're going to cover of... of Le- like, what's his last name again? Le- Lennon? Hennenlotter. Uh, Le- uh, Hennenlotter. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be deep dipping deep into Hennenlotter. Do you know who Mike Diana is? Because that is a seems to be a documentary that's coming out that came out last year. Boiled Angels: The Trial of Mike Diana, directed, written, and directed by or directed by Frank Hahnenletter. No, is I, he a? Re- it sounds like he's a real person who. I, it sounds yeah, like I a guess. courtroom. I don't know. Documentary. Anyway, that's the movie. Highly recommended. Um, yeah. Wish Ryan was here to see it, but he's still in the with the cartel probably forever. So. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, let's talk about some wrestling. Yeah. So you know that was brain damage. The movie. Now it's time for Brain Damage, The Wrestler. So, like I said, CZW, Combat Zone Wrestling, um, we haven't covered this yet, this promotion. How is CZW in in comparison to, like, say, NXT? (laughs) Like, in, what do you mean by that? I'm assuming it's a smaller organization. Yeah, like you'll see here. I mean, I, I would say it's uh, this is like essentially like the major leagues of backyard wrestling. Sure, if that makes if you can kind yeah. of understand what that means, it does. So it this makes is sense. like this is exclusively deathmatch wrestling, which we haven't even really covered deathmatch wrestling because it's I I'm not yeah. even a huge fan of it because it's kind of fucking stupid sometimes. Okay, but it's that means it's. Usually people using legit weapons. It's almost like fake fight, fake real fighting. It's it's hard to explain. You'll see here. Okay. A lot of this stuff is gimmicked and fake, but some of it's clear. Clear people are getting legit hurt during this. Um, but so this is uh brain damage. Like I said, unfortunately, uh, brain damage passed away. I believe like 2012. Oh damn. Um. Not that uncommon, also, unfortunately, for a lot of CCW guys. You know, speaking of, like, heroin and shit and, o- <laughs> and opiate addiction, yeah, yeah CCW's kind of up there in ECW is an infamous promotion for a lot of fucking drug and shit like that. But, um, yeah, if you're watching this, if you click the link um, in the show notes here, John Moxley, you know, you would might know him as Dean Ambrose now. Uh currently in the news quite a bit because he's getting his release from wwe shortly maybe he'll go back to death matches i don't know but anyways let you want to get into this you ready yeah to get into let's do this? it dive in all right so 
we're gonna press play now so you'll see you know you just got like this czw fucking fire kind of, like this is this is what you're gonna so this is tournament of death steve which is an annual tournament held every year turn of death tournament of death okay all right so I can see the backyard wrestling portion yeah. of this. Yeah, that makes sense. This so is I believe backyard. this was called like a dining room table match. That so, explains the dining room table in yeah. the middle of the, of the ring. So the, the guy on the circle. left with the kind of like Bieber haircut and the, well, <laughs> you know, that's that's John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, who currently wrestles in WWE now. Okay. I believe this is like 2008. So and our boy over Not there. Not a great year for movies. <laughs> no? Nah. Our boy over there with the mohawk who Although, just sat down. That's, sorry. That's brain damage. Okay. Uh, the wrestler came out in 08. That's a great There, there you go. It's topical. Movie. There topical. you go. Great Very movie. Topical. topical. Aronofsky. Probably some CZW guys in that movie. Maybe. Maybe. So they're going to kind of... They're so brain damage is the guy with the mock. No, he's the guy. Brain that, damage is the guy who's drinking a beer right so now. So with the Pulp Fiction shirt or yeah. something, or is he? That it looks like a Pulp Fiction. It might I'm, be like another yeah. thing, but John so Moxley is the other guy. Oh, brain um, damage. There's like a grandfather clock. Yeah, if you're not watching this, is okay. I'm gonna try to describe this scene here. Yeah, they're eating tough, cake. Tough to explain. They're eating cake on a table. Okay. Oh, food fight. Okay. Uh, Moxley just got hit in the face with a fucking piece of cake. Okay, this is gonna. Okay, Steve, this is gonna be out of hand really fast now. I can I can tell. <laughs> so obviously the t- the kitchen table is long gone. They cast all that aside yeah. and they're fighting now. Why there's even a ref for these matches? Yeah. I don't even know. I'm starting to suspect that myself. But yeah, so Steve, you can kind of see like this is um this is there's l- maybe like literally in a backyard. There's maybe a thousand people. And a probably, thousand. There's probably two hundred tops. Well, okay, but you can't tops. see everybody. There's people like fucking fucking in the woods right now. You know, you can't guess, see all those. I guess I'm still gonna say nowhere near okay. even two hundred. So there's maybe two hundred fifty people at this show. Uh, okay, I'll accept that. So, but this still goes on to this day. CZW still does this tournament of death, and hmm. it still really is relatively underground. Hmm. Now there might be now there might be a thousand. Okay, that that makes sense. <laughs> but still, sure. it's pretty sure. like low key. Um, you know, I would say it's a it attracts a similar crowd to like the gathering of the juggalos. I feel like the probably. juggalos are getting pretty big these days. So yeah, so I mean, I would think CZW is kind of in that vein of of that style of of fandom. Sure. So we got some chair shots here. Brain damage, getting back damage. Brain damage, with the chair. Is getting, uh, some spinal damage. Yeah. Throw a plate over his head. There's the brain damage I was promised. So while the reason I picked, so I mean, it kind of worked beautifully that we watched brain. Oh, so it's a plate. <laughs> I mean, these aren't gimmick plates. No, these are legit, these are just legit this is, ceramic this is plates. Fine china. And they're just getting smashed over his head. And like I've said, um, tournament of death is notorious. For being like the most brutal wrestling out there, like ever, and we'll see a we'll see a spot in this match that kind of is like famous for Dean Ambrose. Like there's a there's a spot that will come up at the end here. Sure, um, that's gonna make you fucking. It might make you cringe. I hope so. It's it's that it's that intense. And uh, so brain damage is already busted. He's like jamming a fork into. John Moxley, Dean Ambrose head right now. So yeah. that's what I mean by hard way. Hard way is like Jesus that. Christ. 
it's like you're bleeding from actually getting cut. Instead guy, of I feel like these guys aren't even wrestled. They just drink a lot beforehand. No, yeah. And they're like, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to do some, I'm going to take some shots. But boy. That's why, see, that's, that's why we're not really going to, I mean, we might cover CZW again at some point. Sure. But it's well, like. Well, for the novelty of it, I mean, it's yeah, still like, fun to watch. So it's just, these are really people are. barbed wire fucking, like. What even is that? It's some, some sort of makeshift contraption. Yeah, some sort it's of like bed. A, it's like a gurney, so makeshift yeah. gurney. It's like lo- it's like laying on two Talking chairs. Too it's like a t- barbed wire fucking who knows. There's like swords on the side of the ring. Yeah, I see that. And a know, baseball bat. Base- so I mean, like so I is said, it a grandfather clock in the corner? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this shit's is super gimmicky. Eh, well, I dig um, it. I dig it. But like I said, it's gonna be high action. It's gonna be a lot of blood. It's gonna okay. be a lot of blood coming. It's only twelve minutes long too. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I know it's, it's a short be, match. It's gotta be coming up. Um, in the tournament of death, like so. I mean, I believe this is like a, it's like tournament style. So whoever sure. the winner moves on to something. I don't know. Oh, he threw the the chair at Mox. Mox yeah. kind of caught it with his head. If that makes any sense. Yeah, look at that. Look at the chair too. The chair is just covered in blood. Yeah. So Moxley is fucking just brain damage is a big boy. He is a big boy. He's a very big boy. Yeah, and he unfortunately died. He killed himself. Oh, much man. like Brian in the movie. Damn. Dude. No, I don't know how, but yeah, he apparently. I don't know. He might have had some brain damage, unfortunately, and led. To I that. mean, I'm not gonna say I'm shocked from seeing what we're seeing right now. No. Yeah, and I mean, but CCW wasn't always. I mean, CCW is ultraviolet that's like what their specialty is um but it's not necessarily always this deathmatch style i actually have a here right here actually look i have so i have a czw oh, best of the beast yeah so like there is I'll some czw that's more like best of the best is a series that czw still does to this day and like Guys like Ricochet oh. and um, Johnny Gargano, like NXT guys, have competed in it because I'll it's be like Garg- so, I would love to see Gargano with this. Yeah, so I mean, it's like they have this ultra bloody stuff, but then they still have this like indie wrestling cred of doing like kind of like lightweight, high flying tournaments sure. too. Of course. So it's kind of a weird mix where they'll have ultra violent, just like sleazy blood matches, and then they'll also have high flying really technical style shit you'd see on NXT. Oh. So it's really so it's kind it's, of like a like a tryouts almost. Yeah, you know? it's, 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 it's like, like a, it's like the AHL for the NHL. Yeah. So okay. So, okay. so yeah. anyways back to this match. Uh John Moxley is currently being hung by his belt <laughs> by yeah. the side of the ring. That's uh um, okay. brain damage. You know, Mo- God, Moxley's pretty bloody. And like I said, this is all He's literally being strangled and, ha- and ha- yeah. hanged by his belt. Obviously, Can you believe that Vince McMahon hired this guy? No. <laughs> well, maybe. I guess I don't entirely know. But but yeah, he works guy. for WWE right now. Mox? Oh, yeah, duh. Okay. So, I'm thinking brain damage. I'm like, well. No, brain damage is passed He works on. for nobody now. He's on. The- okay, so this is like a baseball bat with a fucking saw blade Are you it. fucking kidding me? <laughs> How is this possible, man? And he's just kind of digging he's that right digging into, it right into his fucking head, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, just based on your reaction, we might have to cover some more CZ. There's no safety. There's no like. These guys don't have like you know. There's no safety net here. No. I mean, there's no way to like. No. Holy shit. That's what I said. Why is there even a fucking ref here? 
The ref what is he doing? He, I think the I ref did. handed him the fucking gun. Yeah, he did. Uh, literally, he literally did. So he's trying to get Moxley up here to go through that barbed wire. And he was successful. Oh. Jesus fucking hell. So there was hell. barbed wire. There was glass. Are you kidding me? And Moxley's not wearing a shirt. No. <laughs> is this, some, this is sadomasochist shit, man. Oh, my God. The barbed oh. wire is dug deep in it's, his back. It's stuck, yeah. Well, maybe not that deep. But yeah, holy hell. You want to know how much money these guys make for this, too? None, man. Yeah, may maybe a fucking case of Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah, that I believe. No, I mean, Jesus. it's uh, there's actually, I'll send it to you. There's a great um, Vice documentary about this. Really? Death I'll be goddamn. That, um, some, I think they put, Vice Sports put together a couple of years back. I'll be It's damned. like an 18-minute okay. documentary. That'd and be great. it goes into all of it. And it's like, and that one was like a more recent one. Sure. This and, is in 08. Yeah, it goes into like some of the stuff afterwards where they're in the ambulances with people. Hold on. So, Box just got suplexed in a way that would probably would damage his spine. Yeah. Uh, pile drive. Pile, okay, pile, thank pile, you. Thank pile you. driver. Pile drove. And yeah. if you get pile drove by freaking... Uh, brain damage. By brain damage, man. I mean, there's no way to like counteract that. That's going to happen. No. So, I mean, I think... Are we coming up to the end here? Okay, we're getting close. Three minutes. To there's this is this this is the part where it's gonna get fucking really crazy really fast. I can't believe like it's it, not already crazy, man. No, like it's gonna go to a level that I don't think you've seen before. Oh, they're saying an electric hand saw. Yeah, good. So good. there's a saw, like a fucking. Uh, well, I, yeah, handsaw. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what like you're an electric do. handsaw. We're not handymen here, unfortunately. Um, We're hunky boys. Though. If I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you might have seen the clip that's about to come from this. Oh, my, I'm I'm ready for um, this. I'm ready as fuck. Yeah, electric handsaw. Um, I'll let it play out, but then I'll kind of give you the backstory because I've I've actually seen some interviews with John Moxley after this, where he talks about oh, how they moment, do this spot. This moment, but. It is, like, okay. this is a very, this might be one of the most famous CZW, mm -hmm. like, moments. Not only because John Moxley's, like, really famous now, but because of just how gruesome it truly looks. Okay, so, so we're about to watch some fucking action here. So he's got the handsaw, he's just pulling Moxley's head. Oh my! Oh my fucking god! And he, he just, just sliced saw, it. Sliced his forehead open. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep, and he's just Moxley is fucking going crazy now. You, oh my god, what do you charge for a ticket? You for think this? that you just probably, show up? Probably fifteen dollars. You just show that. up in your, you in might your even truck. Just show up. You might if you give the fucking parking guy a beer. Okay. Oh, he's not fucking done it's yet. It's not done. Holy fucking hell! He just did it again, right in yep. the same spot he got sliced, and yep. he's obviously. Beside himself with in pain, and I don't, I don't blame yeah, him. So don't I mean, fall for if you get dirt and that is game over for you. You're infected, buddy. And then here comes I don't know all the fucking characters. Oh, but this guy has an actual chainsaw. This guy is another guy who okay. came out with an actual chainsaw okay. and well, a fucking face mask on. You better hide his identity. It's supposed to be a murder happening. Oh, oh. And then somebody else. Yeah, I mean, so it's getting crazy. I mean, this is like this CCW. It's like it's it's fun. Um, I would love to watch. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should try and... I think you can watch, like, the Tournament of Deaths live now. Like, oh, my God. For, like, $10. I'll, I'll, I'll pitch in for and that. And through all of that, Moxley still gets the pin. Wow. <laughs> That's why CZW is kind of fucking... And he might have actually just... Uh, I think it's he just, just punched that random it's dude out. It's all crazy. 
Moxley seems like a goddamn psychopath, and I'm into it. Yeah, so he actually still wrestles for WWE. He's getting his release right now, but um, that's the match. That's that's fucking tournament of death. That was wild. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, there, so how they did that was John Moxley actually had <coughs> his head was cut beforehand. So those those blades mm-hmm. had they were not there was nothing on them. Uh, so it was just like blades that go back and forth essentially i see if that makes sense sure and now what is that this is a fucking like video game okay so so there was no there was no actual blade on his head but he was like but since he was bleeding so much it just it like dragged it like that first time it looks like he actually like yeah it looks like he sliced it he just like pulls the blood essentially okay it was crazy but yeah that's really well done then jesus yeah so but that's a i mean probably you know the most famous brain damage match (laughs) i mean i don't know if he had a ton of really lost big matches i looked up what let me see he had a few um he had a he had a few titles. I mean, he was pretty much a C, CZW mainstay. Yeah, he was a uh, tournament of death. Uh, he never won it, but he was the ultra. So this okay, this was the championship he won. CZW Ultraviolet Underground Champion, two time. <laughs> that sounds illegal. CZW Iron Man Champion. So I don't really know what these exactly are. Um, he was the IW Mid South Tag Team Champion, which was kind of like the predecessor okay. to CZW's like extreme. That we were gonna watch a match from that once with Necro Butcher after the Mandy, Necro Butcher. What a name! But we okay. remember we had fucking everything fucked up. Yeah. Um, and then, fun fact: he was one time XICW Tag Team Champion, and XICW. Do you want to take a guess at what that stands for? IC to XICW yeah. Extreme yeah. International. No. Fuck me. What is it? Extreme. Is this just Extreme Intense? I don't actually know what it means. I don't extreme think I Intense Championship Wrestling. But either way, that's a local Detroit hardcore promotion. I'll be damned. And Ryan and I and uh, Brent, we've been to a few shows of theirs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So XICW. Royalty. Yeah. So he was a tag team champ with them at one point as well. But so. You know, I will probably never cover brain damage again. We'll probably never talk about brain damage. We might be the only podcast talking about brain damage. You know, I'm just I'll glad we that. can keep his memory alive. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, it's sad that he passed on and he's was in a bad way. But, hey, that was a hell of a match. That's probably the what most famous John Moxley match in CZW. And brain damage was part of it. So, I mean, it made sense to cover him during the brain damage the movie episode so. so the best movie we've seen yet with the most craziest fight i've yeah. seen yet okay but do you see you kind of see the difference what between uh between a death so that's a death match yeah that, that's actual death and you know you 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 understand why that can't happen on like every on like wwe uh, or anything yes because it's fucking yes borderline like stupid because the people in that ring they actually want to die they yeah. go up there to die it looks like right so that was uh that's the that's tournament of death eight you know links in the show notes you if you're a fan you've probably seen this but go watch this whole match again watch it with us talking over it. it's fucking it's pretty wild and 
brain damage fucking great movie yeah, yeah. this is a good episode yeah I'm, I'm, I'm happy so we're next time we're gonna be talking about basket case we're gonna keep the heffen whatever the hell his name is heffen lauder no uh helen hennen lauder yeah Hennenlotter. we're gonna keep the hennen lauder train you're not moving. even drunk you haven't even drinking a beer no i'm drunk off coffee from that yeah food we had earlier you're sugar drunk Sugar drunk. That's I, my tolerance is way too high for. Yeah, we got drunk some. Anymore. We're gonna try. We're gonna do some interesting stuff coming up. We got. I mean, I've, I'm gonna make sure I bring good beer next time. Yeah, because I think that's really why you didn't want to drink because you didn't want to drink a Miller Lite. I mean, I'm never scared. in the mood for Miller Lite. That's for sure. But what are you gonna do? Look at. I mean, one of us has to. To be honest, snob. you couldn't drink anything but Miller Lite to watch that match. You you can't it drink is, an expensive beer. It you, does transport you right into the mix, doesn't it? Yeah that that match is like if. If you're gonna if you're gonna watch that match, have a Miller Light in hand, or at least Miller Light or an equivalent, Fair hands enough. down. I mean, there's maybe no... High Life, High Life, yeah, High Miller. Life, Hams. Oh God, fucking. If you if you if you buy a six pack Maddie and the six ice. pack cost over eight dollars, that you're it's way too expensive. To if drink it comes in a six pack, it's too good for for this match. It needs to be well, a dirty thirty. You can buy you can buy a six pack of 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 of. of uh, Paps, why I the believe. fuck would you ever okay whatever all right i think it's like four bucks <laughs> oh, i guess that now that's why all right fair enough but Listen. yeah we got some fun stuff coming up uh watch this movie watch this match it's fun tell your friends B- both are podcast. fucking blade job approved this wasn't even yeah. a blade job in this match this is a blade job approved day for us okay Later, listen babies. love you very much tell your friends goodbye it's funny one night you go to bed and when you wake up Everything is different. Now Brian's acting a little peculiar. He's like a completely different person. I don't even know him anymore. Something's gotten into him. Sometimes everything glows with a different kind of light. Deep into him. What are you telling me? That we killed someone last night? Something bad. Something slimy. What are you doing? Something very... I know something's happened to you. Very... How is that? Hungry. You can't keep killing people every time you're hungry. You are mine now, Brian. I own you. Gotta get out of here fast. Go where? You're a wreck, Brian. Leave me alone! Whenever you want to stop hurting, you come to me. Brain damage. It will turn you inside out.